the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the new Czech Voice of Cleveland program with your host, John Sable, right here on 1220 WHKW. Good afternoon, I'm John Sable, host of the new Czech Voice of Cleveland program, coming to you in the combined spirit of Václav Hivnar and Joe Kotzab through the DTJ District Council, Golubsky Funeral Home, and Lou Hummel Microphone at the Soko Greater Cleveland, Frank Lovell Czech Catholic Union, and FCSLA Life Studio in Seven Hills. So sit back and enjoy some of the best country music from one of the best countries, Yendol Toho. Jsem prosím koudela švec, známej tovaryš. Neděle je, proto jsem se nasek a lapliš. Kam poplavu, to už znáte, pro mne holky jsou. A ty se dnes na míkav se nobly pasou. Koupím já jim papreslíku, pivo, nějakou rybičku. Jak utratím přes tři šouvky, musím dostat hubičku. Jo, na mariáce, na mariáce, tam se tancuje. Jo, holka miluje. Jo, tam se žije, jí a pije, jam teretata, jo, jam teretata, jam teretata, je, 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 je. Na Mariánce vždycky jen já tvrdím noblesu, kdo se pere, tam já křičím jako Spartesu. A nejradši mám holku z Davids v superfabričku, poslední by za Candrnaj dala spodničku. Za deseti halíř foukaj, muzikanti do plechu, a já skáču jak z cirkusu, do rána bez oddechu. Jo, na Mariánce, na Mariánce, tam se tancuje, jo, holka miluje a lásky užije. Jo, tam se žije, jí a pije, jam teretata, jo, jam teretata, jam teretata, je, 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 je. Se mi malér stane, že se začnu prát. Pro Pětran to je mám král, když já začnu řvát. Tohle jsem tam dostal facku, až mi křupnul vás. Až jsem za to pokousal hned, na praní jsem raz. Ukopit mě nic netěší, holky jenom já mám rád. Kdybych samou láskou sežral, jako když má tykr hlad. Jo! Na Mariánce, tam se tancuje, jo, holka miluje a lásky užije, jo, tam se žije, jí a pije, jam teretata, jo, jam teretata, jam teretata, je, 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 jo, na Mariánce, na Mariánce, tam se tancuje, jo, holka miluje a lásky užije, jo, tam se žije, jí a pije, jam teretata, jo, Yeah, 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 yeah.
pardálové, točte se pěkně dokola. Vždyť vám přeci zahraje ta naše kapela. Vždyť vám přeci zahraje ta naše kapela. Peníze, peníze, vy dnes se platíte. Jenom vás dostanem, hned se nám utratíte. Že celý svět se točí, řekli nám už učencové. Tak proč mají se točit, tak vypardalo Tak proč mají se točit, tak vypardalo Peníze, peníze, ať železné, tak zlaté. Točí se proto jen, že jsou všecky kulaté. Pardálové, každý den pěkně veselé, v točení se zastavte až za tři neděle. V točení se zastavte až za tři neděle. Peníze, peníze, ty se vydělají lehce. Mnohá jich tolik má, že už je ani nechce. Točte se, pardálové, život je tu ze moc krátký. Kdo natáhne bačkory, nepřijde víc zpátky. Kdo natáhne bačkory, nepřijde víc zpátky. Peníze, peníze, tak jako hezké ženy a nemají po smrti už ani halíř ceny. Krásná dívenka tak A jede do města, aby užila Co na venkově chudák ztratila A jede do města, aby užila Co na venkově chudák ztratila Pepičku těž se, mařenko nač pak Až půjdem z hospody, 
budem se mačkat, Pepíčku těž se, Mařenko načpak, až budem z hospody, budem se mít. Jo, nádraží hlavního, Uvilzoňáku, zavolala syna kočího, hej kočí, hej pane kočí, vytám. Zavezte mě, však víte kam. Hej, pane kočí, vy tam. Zavezte mě, však víte kam. Pepíčku těž se, mařenko načpak. Až půjdem z hospody, budem se mačkat. Pepíčku těž se, mařenko načpak. Až půjdem z hospody, budem se mít. Zavezte mě do Grand Hotelu, jo, Cashbellhausu, tam co holky šmrdlají citéru, a zakačkuje píva sklenice, ale hrozně malinka tam, a tam čuprčíšnice, malý ale naše, zakačkuje píva sklenice, a mimo to, a nalejvaj tam čuprčíšnice, pepíčku těž se, mařenko načpak, až půjdem z hospody, budem se mačkat, Pepíčku těž se, mařenko načpak, až budem z hospody, budem se mít. La adie, arrivederci, e pericoloso sport jersey, a Pepíček ten se těší na mařenku, jako já. Ne, 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 Pepíček ten se těší na mařenku, dicinky, jako já. Pepíčku těž se, mařenko načpak, až budem z hospody, budem se mačkat. Pepíčku těž se, mařenko načpak, až budem z hospody, budem se mít. Czech Catholic Union CCU Life is a fraternal life insurance organization in existence since 1879, located in Slavic Village across from Our Lady of Lourdes Parish in Cleveland, Ohio. The Czech Catholic Union is continuing its Project Food Pantry 2.0. Food is being collected at the Home Office and distributed to Our Lady of Lourdes Parish in Cleveland, Our Lady's Inn in St. Louis, and Our Lady of Mount Carmel in Pittsburgh. Monetary donations can be sent to the Home Office, but please specify where the money is to be sent. The Czech Catholic Union is also continuing their Telefamily Member Telefriend Referral Promo, where any member who recommends an individual to CCU and the individual purchases a life insurance certificate, the member will receive $25. Check out our website, checkccu.org, for insurance products such as single premium whole life, 5-pay, 10-pay, 20-pay, youth savings plan, and the final expense plan. CCU also offers annuities, traditional IRAs, and Roth IRAs. Starting January 1, 2023, interest rates are increasing. For rates on our products and information on our food pantry and promo, please contact the Home Office via phone at 216-341-0444. That's 216-341-0444 between 8 a.m. and 3 p.m. Monday through Friday or via email at insurance at checkccu.org. We at the Czech Catholic Union, CCU Life, hope all our listeners had a safe, Happy and, of course, festive holiday season.
This next selection goes out in memory of Joe Kotzab with a dedication from Marlene Defren, whose parents, Clarence and Julie Euler, were longtime listeners and supporters of the Czech Voice of Cleveland. Oh, oh, oh. 
Light of Hearts Villa, located at 283 Union Street in Bedford, Ohio, provides supportive, secure residential living with exceptional care through a wide range of services. Through faith-based values, Light of Hearts Villa affirms the integrity of each person and encourages them on their journey of aging. For more information, call 440-232-1991. That's 440-232-1991. Light of Hearts Villa is a ministry of the Sisters of Charity Health System. Kam asi chodí, kam se zatolává, můj chlapec modrootí, ten potůček ví, kam asi chodí, kam se zatolává, můj chlapec modrootí. Když nepřijdeš k nám, sama si tě vyhledám. 
nikde a na světě nikoho víc Bring in the new year at your National Czech and Slovak Museum and Library located in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Plan now to tour the Faces of Freedom permanent exhibit, as well as the Slager Immigrant Home. And while here, don't miss Memoryscape, featuring fascinating wet collodion process photography by Honza Sakaj. 
This visually stunning exhibit features iconic points of interest in South Moravia, including meadows, forests, castles, historical sites, and local celebrities. For more information, visit ncsml.org. That's ncsml.org. How different are the Czech and Slovak languages? Is one a dialect of the other? This broadcast from Radio Prague explores attitudes in Slovakia and the Czech Republic about these language issues. A language is a dialect with an army and a navy. This is the maxim often cited to explain the sometimes arbitrary distinctions between languages and dialects. So what about the case of Czech and Slovak, which are generally considered to be mutually intelligible? Were they always considered to be separate languages, even when Czechoslovakia was one country? And has anything changed linguistically since the nations went their separate ways politically? Tomáš is a computer programmer from Košice in Slovakia, who has been living in Prague for 13 years. He first moved here at the age of 18 to go to university and says the language was never a problem for him to understand and he was able to pick up how to speak it after about a year. However, he says his spoken Czech is far from perfect. There is a prime minister in Czechia called Babish. He was a guy of Slovak origin who moved in and learned to speak Czech. But, uh, you know, whenever he got angry, he switched back to Slovak. And uh, now he doesn't speak either language properly. And I think I'm quite similar to him in this regard, that uh, I do understand Czech, like 100%. But when I speak, I I don't get the declination right and, and, and stuff which doesn't prevent me of getting the point across. But uh, yeah, people people recognize it after the first sentence that I'm not from here. He says that overall, he's still more comfortable speaking and writing in English than in Czech. And for his degree, that wasn't a problem. Despite studying in Prague, he didn't have to actively use Czech much during his studies. Since I studied like theoretical computer science, most of the textbooks were in English anyway. It wasn't that problematic. Uh, and even like with my bachelor thesis, I wrote it in Slovak, since Slovak is considered a dialect, official dialect of Czech. So that's why they love it. Hold on a minute. An official dialect of Czech? According to Tomáš, that's what his professor really said. But is that true? Is Slovak really considered an official dialect of Czech? And does that mean it still enjoys any special privileges? And what about vice versa? According to the Slovak Culture Ministry, Czech does have a kind of special status in Slovakia that other foreign languages don't get. The Czech language is one of the languages of the officially recognized national minorities living in Slovakia. In addition, it also became a so-called language meeting the requirement of general intelligibility from the point of view of the state language after the State Language Act came into force in 1996. No other language has such a terminological arrangement, so it can be said that the position of Czech in Slovakia is special. According to the State Language Act, which protects the status of Slovak as the official national language and requires it to be used in many aspects of life, including media, the courts, civil service and education, there are provisions allowing Czech to be used instead of Slovak in several cases. People whose mother tongue is Czech are allowed to use Czech in official communication on the territory of the Slovak Republic and official public documents issued in Czechia, such as contracts, land registry documents or educational certificates, do not need to be translated into Slovak. And there is more. 
says the spokesperson for the Slovak Culture Ministry. Unlike other languages, the Czech language enjoys certain reliefs. In the case of television and radio shows, the broadcaster does not have to provide Slovak subtitles or dubbing if the program is in Czech. Original Czech audiovisual works and recordings of artistic performances do not have to have Slovak dubbing or Slovak subtitles unless they are intended for children under 12 years of age. All foreign language films with Czech dubbing produced after the 1st of January 2008 must have a Slovak language version. But the case in the Czech Republic is a little different. There is no state language act or similar law enshrining Czech as the official state language in Czechia. On June 15, 2004, a proposal to amend the constitution, which would have introduced an official national language, was rejected. However, Section 16 of the Administrative Code specifies the Czech language as the language of administrative proceedings, with a provision that a party to the proceedings may speak in Slovak and documents written in Slovak may also be submitted without needing to be translated into Czech. Meanwhile, for reasons unknown, Section 76 of the Tax Code contains the same regulation with the difference that it does not contain a special advantage for the Slovak language. What this means in practice is that Slovaks can discuss any official matter with the Czech authorities in Slovak, with the exception of tax matters. As for the field of education, Marketa Marcinkova, Vice-Rector for Student Affairs at Charles University in Prague, says that there is no legal requirement for universities to accept the use of Slovak in exams or written work, but there is a certain unofficial tolerance for it. Uh, there, there was some some uh, agreement between the Czech and Slovak uh, governments, uh, but it was valid uh, until January 26 of 2012. And uh, before that uh, period, before that date, the both languages, Czech and Slovak, well, were equal uh, in this official official processes but after 2012 the Slovak language is the same foreign language as Polish or whatever so so we can't accept um, by the law or there is any law just just the willingness to to help or to tolerate or to to understand if we can but there is not not law about it anymore. It is possible that Tomasz's professor was referring to this pre-2012 agreement when he said that Slovak was considered a dialect of Czech. But, according to the law, Slovak doesn't have the status of a dialect of Czech, although it is allowed to be used as an alternative to Czech in some situations. But even if it's not official, are there any other criteria by which Slovak and Czech might be considered dialects of the same language? Czech and Slovak are often described as being mutually intelligible, meaning a person speaking Czech and a person speaking Slovak should be able to understand each other. For speakers of English, it's hard to imagine a language that is different from your own but can still be understood. The best we can do is think of the most hard-to-understand dialect we know, for example, Scots or Newfoundland English. But the fact remains that these are still considered dialects of English. So for us, it might be tempting to view mutual intelligibility as a criterion to distinguish dialects from separate languages. But this can be a dangerous definition, and where you draw the line between a language and a dialect will always ultimately be up to politics rather than linguistics, says Czech linguist Karel Oliva. To say that if two languages are mutually understandable, it's one language would be really, really dangerous in these days, because I would say that the Russian and Ukrainian are for sure mutually understandable. But 
there are many more such cases, Swedish and Norwegian, Bulgarian and Macedonian. So, of course, this is kind of political decision. Because, um, I don't know, if, if, uh, if Scotland once decides to leave the United Kingdom, then they might say that Scotch or Scottish is their own language. So, you know, you should not ask a linguist for this, because, you know, the, the word is not um, as clearly divided as it's in geometry. The transitions are fluent, and it's up to politics to decide, more or less. And how far is it even still true that Czech and Slovak are mutually intelligible? Tomáš says that he was able to understand Czech pretty easily from the get-go when he moved to Prague, but that it didn't necessarily work the other way around. I passively understood most of what they said. Funnily enough, it didn't, conversely, it didn't work. Uh, and many, many classmates didn't understand the word of what I said. So they just used to nod and smile at me, whatever, whatever no matter what I said. If Tomáš's experiences are anything to go by, then it seems that Slovaks often understand Czech much better than Czechs understand Slovak. Marian, a Slovak guy of the same generation as Tomáš, also living in Prague, says he has a theory about why this inequity between Czechs and Slovaks exists. When English movies come to Czech and Slovakia, in, even even now in Slovakia, you can if, if there is a dubbing of the movie, it's, it's in Czech. And they show it in Slovakia as like, it's, it's a Czech language movie, but you can never hear a Slovak dubbed movie in Czech Republic. And I, maybe it's because Czech Republic is bigger, so it makes sense to make it for 10 million people and those 5 million will adapt in Slovakia, but yeah, I think that's that's why, maybe. That's why Slovak people understand Czech more than Czech people understand Slovak language. Marketa Marcinkova also supports this theory. I think at Slovak TV there are more often some, some Czech um, Czech, I don't know, films or whatever, crime stories or series or whatever in Czech. So I think they are, the Slovak students are much better to understand Czech than the Czech people or students understanding their Slovak colleagues. She also suggests that there might be a generational component to the equation, as well as the disparity in the media between the two countries. Nowadays, I, I don't know how at Slovak television, but at Czech broadcasting or TV, there is no Slovak news, fairy tales. or So it's very difficult for the young generation to understand that language. I can just say that my kids, uh, 14 and 15 years old, also can't understand when I'm discussing some science with my colleagues from my team and I talk in Czech, but they are answering in Slovak language. My kids say, oh, what you are talking about, so can't understand a word. And that generational divide may truly fall between people who are old enough to remember living in Czechoslovakia and those who aren't. While Marketa Marcinkova says she has no problem understanding her Slovak colleagues, Jiří, a Czech man in his early 30s, and therefore just a hair too young to remember the Velvet Divorce, says that oftentimes he doesn't understand Slovak. I am uh, from the generation that got no touch uh, with Slovak language. So, like, first time I was really speaking with Slovak, it was when I uh, came to Prague for college and uh, many times with my roommate who was from Nitra, we need to switch to English to be able to understand each other. Perhaps this is too simplistic to think of Czech and Slovak as two solid, separate, immutable entities like wooden blocks. Although there are standardized forms of each language, the spoken reality is more fluid. Czech and Slovak are really both collections of dialects themselves. In some sense, 
you can think of the languages as a dialect continuum stretching from West Bohemia to East Slovakia. And in the middle, there may be a grey zone, as Marianne, who grew up in Slovakia just a few kilometers from the Czech border, nicely illustrates. I was born so close to Czech border that our dialect has such a strong influence from Czech uh, language that uh, if I were to go to Bratislava with my friend from my village, they would have thought that we are Czech. Usually some people say it's a Moravian accent because that's the part of Czech Republic that that borders uh, with Slovakia. So yeah, that's usually the guess. So, dialects of Czech and Slovak close to the border between the two countries are very similar. And while most dialects of the languages are mutually intelligible for many, dialects at the far ends of the continuum may be less intelligible to speakers at the other end of the continuum, especially where contact between speakers is limited. For example, Eastern Slovak dialects are notoriously hard for Czech speakers to understand and are considered by many to be closer to Ukrainian, Polish or Belarusian than to Czech. And what about from a historical perspective? During the First Republic, there was a line in the Constitution that stipulated that the Czechoslovak language is the state official language of the Republic. Does that mean that there really was such a thing as a Czechoslovak language in 1919, which became two separate languages later on? According to Karel Oliver, no. He says this idea of a Czechoslovak language was somewhat artificial and enforced top-down. This this was the theory of the so-called First Republic, so that in the interwar period, the official state language policy was that there is a Czechoslovakian language in two forms, Czech and Slovak. And it's very similar to what happened by that time, uh, for example, in Yugoslavia, when there was one Yugoslavian languages in two forms, Serbian and Croatian. So it was, yeah, so politically it was in that time, so let's say between 1918 and uh, 1938, 39, um, it was, the political decision was to to say that it's Czechoslovak language in two forms, which seems to me a little bit crazy, but okay. But the two had a long history of interaction and mutual influence well before the creation of Czechoslovakia in 1918, as Karel Oliver explains. Obviously, all the time in between, these two dialects, languages, whatever, had a very strong uh, influence on each other. Uh, Basically, Czech had a lot of influence on on the Slovak part, uh, mainly because of religion. Uh, because very many people, Protestants, after the battle of the, on the White Mountain, they emigrated to uh, to the Kingdom of Hungary, which basically meant to Slovakia. And actually, up to the up to mid 20th century, uh, the Bible of Kralice, the Kralická Bible, uh, was used as a as a solemn language for uh, for uh, ceremonies in some denominations of of the Slovak Protestants. Although the First Republic idea of one Czechoslovak language in two forms had fallen apart by the Second World War, it was still common to see and hear people speaking both Slovak and Czech in the media throughout the existence of the unified state. And, as we found out, it's still common to see and hear Czech language media in Slovakia, hence most Slovaks' good understanding of Czech. So, while the mutual intelligibility of Czech and Slovak may be changing with the post-Velvet divorce generation, and while Slovaks may understand Czechs better than the other way around, for now, at least, it seems that Slovak is still widely accepted in many areas of life in Czechia and vice versa. 
For the most part, Czechs and Slovaks know they can get by with each other, each speaking their own language, as Tomáš quips. I never took time to, to master Czech. I just picked it up on the way and never focused on it because I felt like, well, I do speak Slovak, I get around. Like, why spend energy on a language which is, well, a dialect of Slovak, you know, if you view <laughs> it this way. Father Joseph Callahan, pastor of Our Lady of Lourdes Parish, is thankful to everyone who has contributed to the fund to repair the church roof. But more donations are needed to help the parish reach the $165,000 goal for this repair. This church represents our Czech and Slovak history and must be preserved as a remembrance of the past, but more importantly for its ministry to those communities who are still parishioners there. Your cash donations can be sent directly to Our Lady of Lourdes Parish, 3395 East 53rd Street, Cleveland, Ohio, 44127. That's 3395 East 53rd Street, Cleveland, Ohio, 44127. Attention, Father Joseph Callahan. Please think of Our Lady of Lourdes Church and the historic heritage it represents and its value to the community it serves. Ukrainian groups in Cleveland are still sending clothing and other supplies to help their countrymen and their families in their struggle for freedom, and you can help them win this battle. If you wish to contribute to the effort to aid the victims of this conflict, you can give money donations at the Pokrova Ukrainian Catholic Church, 6812 Broadview Road in Parma. That's 6812 Broadview Road in Parma. 
Any checks can be made payable to the Cleveland Maidan Association, that's M-A-I-D-A-N Association, a nonprofit 501c3 organization founded in 2014 to support Ukrainian causes in Europe. In this week's community news, the Frank and Betty Hostichka Museum and Gift Shop at Sokol Greater Cleveland, 4939 Broadway, will be open by appointment only during January and February 2023. So if you want to visit the museum and annex, please call 216-883-0675 for an appointment. That's 216-883-0675. And funds are still needed to replace the roof at Cheska Sin Sokol Hall at 4314 Clark Avenue, a landmark for the Czech community since 1907. The ceiling has been repaired, but funds are still needed to replace the roof. 100% of your donation will go for the restoration, so please make any check payable to Sokol Cheska Sin and mail it to Sokol Cheska Sin, 1451 Wager Avenue, Lakewood, Ohio, 44107. That's 1451 Wager Avenue, Lakewood, Ohio, 44107. Please send any community event announcements to John Sable, 5839 Maureen Drive, Seven Hills, Ohio, 44131, or to my email, sabolj at aol.com. My home address again is 5839 Maureen Drive, Seven Hills, Ohio, 44131, or you can call me at 216-351-6247. That's 216-351-6247. If you miss our show on Sunday, you can listen to a recorded podcast at the website whkwradio.com slash podcasts. And now on Apple Music, Spotify, or Amazon Music. This show and past programs are available for a second or third airing. So click on whkwradio.com slash podcasts or go to Apple Music, Spotify, or Amazon Music and enjoy this show during the week. As an additional service, a link to each week's show is being emailed to listeners who have sent me their email addresses. If you would like to receive these recorded programs, please send your email address to me, John Sable, at sabolj at aol.com. Our Czech March of the Week, Musiki Musiki by František Moch, goes out with a special dedication from Bob and Joanne Wiesner in memory of Joe Kotzab.
This next selection goes out from Marlene Dufresne, in memory of her cousin Marianne Tittle, whose birthday would have been January 19. The New Czech Voice of Cleveland is proud to have the support of FCSLA Life, founded in Cleveland in 1892 with its home office on Chagrin Boulevard in Beechwood and with the mission to provide financial security to its members while embracing Catholic values and Slavic traditions. And we extend special thanks to FCSLA Life and its president, Cynthia Maleski. For information about the insurance products offered by FCSLA Life, please call 1-800-464-4642. That's 1-800-464-4642. Or check the organization's website, fcsla.org. Podíval jsem tak sám a sám nad město večer do sadu. Prožít svou snivou náladu. Večer nelíbal na čelo, srdce mne trochu bolelo, 
do malého spůlky šel jsem pak rád, abych zaslyšel hudbu hrát. Pane kapelníku, hrajte mi tu mou, mojí starou píseň zamilovanou. Když ta píseň zní, tu mé srdce sní, že je celý život lidský pouze hrou. Kapelníku, hrajte mi tu mou, mojí starou píseň zamilovanou. Když ta píseň zní, tu mé srdce sní, že je celý život lidský. Thanks for listening this afternoon, and be sure to tune in again next Sunday from 3 to 4 p.m. Remember, you can hear a rebroadcast of this show and our other shows on the Internet by going to whkwradio.com slash podcasts or to Apple Music, Spotify, or Amazon Music. And if you'd like to receive links to these recorded programs, please send your email address to me, John Sable, at sabolj at aol.com. Your support for this program is warmly welcomed, and for any announcements on the new Czech Voice of Cleveland program, please contact me, John Sable, at 216-351-6247 or at my email, sabolj at aol.com. My phone number again is 216-351-6247, or you can write to me at 5839 Maureen Drive, Seven Hills, Ohio, 44131. That's 5839 Maureen Drive, Seven Hills, Ohio, 44131. Please remember to send any announcements to me at least one week in advance. Please stay in touch with each other and act and pray for the safety of us all, and especially for peace in Ukraine. Thanks for listening and have a great week. And with happy memories, Spun and Bohem, Václav and Joe. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.